0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the marty party uh, episode number two uh, if you watched our first episode with the amazing james pool a lot of great nuggets in there and we felt like we had to one up it and bring an even bigger and better just kidding james so oh, this is good as well but we got one of our favorite favorite sales counselors here uh, the amazing incredible amanda jones so if you're just tuning in to the marty party you know this is going to be kind of just an series and a segment about you know who are these people right you know who are the people that are building your new construction homes right who are the people that are in the models the face behind the mask and and really get to know what it's like right you know in new home sales and just like any other sales right we see people as oh you know they're a car salesman they're an insurance salesman right and no they are yes but they're also people uh, and you know here at Rebate House, of course, we believe in value and, and working with people that have similar values to what we do. So every week we're gonna be featuring you know guests that have these high level of values and core uh, experiences that we have. So without further ado, welcome Amanda. Thanks. Thank you, so thank, thank you for coming. So, so excited! It's Thanks. good. Dude. This is good. We're learning. We're going as we go, right? We're Do learning it. as we go. So,
1: impromptu.
0: Absolutely. So, <laughs> ultimately, you know, uh, we would like. A, we talked about. You know, we don't want to know who's Amanda. So, to give some backstory, at least what I know, because um, I don't know as much as I should. Uh, but Amanda <laughs> okay. works over at Chesmar. She's in New Braunfels right now, but yeah. obviously, you know, that can change. Uh, so, check in with her. But Amanda has a really, really cool extracurricular skill lifestyle, set if you will yeah. lifestyle <laughs> it, it's neat and so um what i mean by that is you know of course you you i mean tell us about it right go ahead and, and tell us like what is what do you who is amanda what do you do yeah
1: i think i'm intentionally layered
0: layered okay all right <laughs>
1: um i have sought out to not be stagnant in my life okay yep so i'm always seeking new things and um not wanting to be bored and i right. don't You know, you don't want to be around boring people either, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So, um, I'm very grateful for the life that I have and that I have made, and that I continue to seek out. So, Amanda Jones is my legal name. My married name is Correa, so I go by Amanda Jones Correa. Yep. Um, but I, it's Portuguese, and you don't roll the R's. So, (laughs) my husband's from Hawaii. (laughs) Everybody in Texas wants to roll they are. Yeah. So absolutely. I just go by Jones normally. No, they keep it
0: simple. <laughs> they keep it super simple.
1: Yeah. So at all of his rodeos they mispronounce it all the time, but that's okay. Um, I was born in Alabama, but My parents came back to Texas when I was, like, two and a half. Got it. And they really attribute my love for the country and animals. Right. Because they used to put me on a Brahma bull across from a cabin that my dad hand-built with two contractors. And they just keep me on that Brahma bull, and I'd ride around the like the field yes um and then the brahma bull would like block them so they couldn't leave because he loved me so much so ever since then i just had a love for animals and livestock
0: that's so (laughs) crazy so you grew grew up on a farm
1: well i said they moved back to san antonio and then i wasn't on you know farm however my dad exposed us a lot to hunting okay um and rodeos and things like that and mainly from the aspect of my father singing the national anthem at tons of rodeos um, but we went hunting not just for the love of it, but we really struggled growing yep. up. There was not a lot of money. Okay. there wasn't a lot of food sometimes yep. but my parents always made sure we had food right And um, so we hunted to eat That's
0: crazy so out of necessity out of necessity okay
1: so i've always been control of that and still am and i still like to go hunt <laughs> that's super cool deer heads all over my living room and everybody thinks it's my husband's but no they're mine oh, that's maybe crazy my brother's. you you
0: wouldn't have done that okay so <laughs> so we grow up we're in san antonio this is this is super neat and you know now you know when you're when you're getting into your like high school years you're getting you know into college uh, what were you, I mean, were, were you majoring? Did you attend college? What was kind of going on?
1: Well, I started out at a university and then realized my personality type needs more one-on-one settings. <laughs> okay, so I absolutely. ended up at a community college, took me four years, got my associates and kind of quit there. Yep, <laughs> hey, I, I get it. Um, ended up getting, you know, if I fast forward some, got married to my first husband Okay. and um, started singing more on a worldwide platform, okay. televised and uh, ended up going through a divorce and it ended amicably. Um, but at that point I was singing, I had already been singing for several years um, in front of live audiences up to thousands of people. That's crazy. And then worldwide television aired in over a hundred nations. That's... So that was really a, a, an amazing experience. Yep. And then I got into this transitionary period of, okay, who, who am I now? Right. Who do I wanna be? Okay. And let me do all the things that I've been wanting to do. Okay but i still had this fear it was <laughs> okay. almost like a i didn't have social fears but then i also kind of did in a way That's of interesting. um wanting approval
0: that makes sense yep
1: and i was wanting to do more singing okay but i was afraid of what people were going to say
0: okay that makes a lot of sense so before we get to Ty, who's amazing, let's let's live right there. So let's yeah. talk about singing. You mentioned that your dad used to sing mm-hmm. um, national anthems, right? I know that from my experience that you uh, this last year, you know, went kind of all over the South, kind of bread belt, if you will, here of just. Rodeos and and singing a bunch of national anthems. So, how did singing come about, and what does it mean to you?
1: I was able to branch out more into national anthem type of things. Okay. Um, because I decided to get over those fears and thought, I'm not doing it for those people anyways. Okay.
0: Absolutely. That's that's, (laughs) if they're gonna say anything negative. that's, That's good. So I
1: started moving into I'm singing and um sharing my gifts and talents yep. my god-given and born gifts and talents absolutely um, with people because if you're not utilizing those right. you're never going to feel fulfilled you're yep. never going to have full capacity of joy okay um so i started putting out covers on social media and started immediately getting booked that's to amazing. do the national anthem yep. at a lot of events and that's um started to grow even more so then connecting um with my now husband ty korea he was fighting bulls out of rodeo in Bernie. So cool. While I was singing the national anthem. And he said I was the most beautiful woman he had ever seen. Aww. And he better say that now. Okay. <laughs> and um and so moving forward, um yeah, I sing the National Anthem at different rodeos yep. with him that he, you know, where he's fighting. Yep. Um, sometimes he's fighting him, sometimes he's not. Yep. And then a lot of fundraisers, um, political events. Um, I sing, I would sing for both parties, whoever asked me, because I represent all Americans. That's,
0: that's great. That's incredible.
1: And, uh, and a lot of military events, a lot of military and military appreciation and fundraising type of things. And Absolutely. so that's kind of got me to where I am now. Yep. And um, I'm comfortable with it. I love it. Like I said, I'm sharing this with
0: people. Yep, with people. And that's good. I mean, I, you know, I, the approval thing, I think, is something that a lot of people, especially young kids, I've got a, a little girl, right, She uh, and a little boy, but the little girl specifically, you know, chases that approval, right? You know, she yeah. she's seeking that. And, and I think that, you know, it's important and it's getting harder because that milestone keeps moving, right? You have to be comfortable, like you said, doing it for, for yourself first and foremost, yeah. but ultimately with people because if not, it's an ever-moving goalpost where you're always chasing something that, that's unattainable. Correct. and And that's it's tough it's it's tough to always be looking at that so that's incredible that's amazing so on ty right if, if you kind of caught that guys but you didn't um ty is a bullfighter rodeo clown mm-hmm. this is the guy that does the scary job right that's like this is correct. the guy that does the job if you saw the new jackass right like johnny knoxville getting you know mauled show. by the <laughs> mauled by the bull like her husband does that uh, intendedly to not get hit by the bull right but okay so we talked about that you guys met at the rodeo you know mm-hmm. he you know, picked you up off your feet, incredible story. So now I know obviously y'all are expecting a little Mm -hmm. one, which is incredible. And what is that like as far as like just, you know, having him in a a career that some people find obviously dangerous, you know, very high thrill. So what is that like for y'all? I mean, what do you, what is that like? You
1: know what? It's challenging. Yeah, absolutely. It's a mental game almost for me. Right. And, and for him, um, but it's not a game either you i'm constantly having to remind myself not to create scenarios in my mind that have not even happened right makes sense so don't allow fear to control my emotions which right. is really what it comes down to so it's a constant reminder i'm really i just i'm constantly i know i keep saying that but seriously i'm constantly doing these things yes. and reminding myself to give it to god yeah. um, my yeah. faith in the Lord and just knowing that he's fulfilling his purpose and some of his gifts and talents also. And he was doing that when we met. So I, if I didn't want him doing that, or if I thought I was going to give him a hard time about it, then I had no business getting into a relationship, marriage, and having a child with him. Absolutely. So now we're here and I give it to God every time and the Lord's will be done.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and and I, you know, I know obviously he takes precaution and and it's a a very trained sport, but it's just, it's, crazy to me because, you know, you walk into Chesmar, right? You're, you're an agent or a, <laughs> a, a prospective home buyer. Yeah. You have zero idea that this is going down, right? And obviously you walk in and you've got all these great talents and, and you guys have such a cool, like I said, extracurricular life with yeah. just the rodeos and things like that. So that's incredible. And I know that your family, your family, your parents, they're actually operating a horse ranch, I believe, mm-hmm. in, in in converse right like (laughs) it's like literally inner city so okay so tell me about this right So what's going on there and what is this
1: so my father's main profession he's a marriage and family therapist and my sister Britt runs his practice but she also counsels okay and one of my dad's dreams has always been to have some kind of ranch or farm or property to be able to bring people um, maybe out there that wouldn't feel comfortable in the counseling office, that was kind of the ultimate. And this opportunity became available where there were um, horses already. So they have um, people that come and board their horses, come and ride. Um, And then we also own at least a couple of um, equine therapy horses. So the main purpose for him with this um, Trinity Ranch and Stables is the name of it, yes, in Converse, Texas. Um, is to counsel and um, the FBI brings yep. folks out yep. and um, different children's um, yep. programs and things like that. Crazy. Um, and so there's a lot of mental and behavioral health counseling um, and healing going yes. on there. So Absolutely. we're not just doing it because it's something we love and like and enjoy um, and it fulfills us. But my family, it really fulfills us to see people walk through. Through a journey of healing yes. and seeking healing, and then when we get to see people with their breakthroughs,
0: yes, oh,
1: that is so cool.
0: That's incredible. That's, that's so cool. It's another level, and that and that's something that you know again, right? You you don't see. You know converse if you don't know is is a town at this point it's a yeah. it's a, a big growing city so to have something like this is incredible and mm-hmm. you know it sounds like it's along the lines of, of the same way that people are using you know therapy animals and that's things like exactly that right. to just you know kind of get over some of the past traumas and, mm-hmm. and things that have happened in their life so this is that's an incredible you know take on how y'all are helping people yeah. through just situations that they may have so that. That's awesome, and I know that you uh, you you go out there. I've seen you doing different events and things like that. So yeah. you're involved on top of all the other crazy stuff you're doing. <laughs> yep. You are involved out there at the ranch and helping, you know, with them. So that's that's you can awesome. You never
1: do enough. Yeah. Um. And I'm and I applaud the people that you know are are able to find the time because I know it's a time thing yes, to be able lot. to get out and volunteer and all that. Um. And then there's there are other people that have the you know more time and then they just go hard all year long and i know what that takes right absolutely so um i know that the people that are being helped are very appreciative of the folks that are getting out there and volunteering their time and helping to heal people and volunteer at shelters and things like that and i always encourage people just experience that for yourself because absolutely. that's going to bring you healing yeah watching other people get help too
0: absolutely and and i i think that it takes a special soul to you know yeah. to do that so Um, obviously a props to anyone who, who has the time and there's a lot of great Mm -hmm. programs and and local things that we have in the San Antonio area, um, ways to get involved with the community and and a lot of people, you know, need that, right. You know, they need that fulfillment and and a lot of people, uh, kids in these foster programs and all sorts of things where people need other people to invest their time and it's good Mm -hmm. for the soul. I mean, y'all invest a lot of time in, like you said, healing, so really incredible, um, incredible stuff that's yeah that's and crazy. i wouldn't have
1: it any other way once you when you are standing in front of somebody that you're assisting yes um and it can be at an, you know different levels of emotion or depth of uh whatever their scenario might yes. be and you see their tears yes. and you see oh, their gosh. pain firsthand yeah. and if especially if you're standing like in their home yes and you're in like that environment that they've been having to live in because they've had no choice that will change you absolutely (laughs) and it will always change you for the better
0: absolutely that's so powerful to be there for those core like core memory moments it's incredible you you have a story so okay so i need to understand this so we've got we've got this queen of the rodeo singing the national anthem right you know your, your family's so giving right raised on farm hunting how do you end up in a model home selling new uh, construction homes? I need to understand, how did we how did we get to a builder? So
1: I, for years, always thought, man, that would be such a cool job just to do something in either the building world or yes. in real estate. Am I really qualified, though, because this is not my background? <laughs> right. Nobody in my family does it. Right. That's, yeah. <laughs> so it was part of finding my journey. And about three, a little, maybe three and a half years ago, I was working for a major corporate retailer. Okay. And they started dissolving the positions of the folks nationally where I I was in a corporate position out in the field, corporate cosmetics. Yep. And it was a ton of fun. I was traveling Uh, and so they started dissolving those things. And, um, about two years prior to that, I'm going to scoot back some, about two years prior to that, I kind of I requested an interview. Chasmar wasn't hiring. Right,
0: absolutely. <laughs> With Ken
1: Trainer. Oh, and gosh. he's just so kind. And so he saw me anyways. Yes,
0: that's amazing. <laughs> and
1: I asked him to please hire me in sales or just anywhere to get started. And he said, I'll never forget. And he said, You'd be like a caged tiger in a model home of me. And I just don't know if that's right. the right fit. You're very
0: outgoing, yes.
1: And he said, But I tell you what, come back in two years. Yep. We're gonna be expanding. Yep um and we can revisit this and i said okay and so two years later they started dissolving those positions right and will sherman who's now a vp of sales for san antonio, san antonio. division yep. <clears throat> he had posted a part-time 12 dollar an hour two days a week maybe three yeah. um, assistant position yeah and i immediately applied went in and met him and he's like, I can't pay you more than $12 an hour. You have way more experience. And I said, I don't care. I just went in. Yeah. Just give me a chance.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. So he
1: hired me. And then he spoke to Ken Glass, who was VP of sales at the time. Yep. And now he's division president for San Antonio Chesmar. And Ken Glass and... Um, a couple of folks that I had to interview with, basically, they gave me a chance. That's incredible. And I was so grateful. And so they hired me in full time. And now I'm in Vosser Ranch, which is totally crazy because that's where I started out as, as a part-time assistant. As an assistant. And then they gave that community to me. Okay. So, the, so I've been there like two years now, almost two years. This
0: is, And you're like a, a rare breed because in new home sales, right, we see a lot of people with a lot of different builders, right? We see a lot of people that you know, one spot, one minute they're at one builder, the other minute they're at mm-hmm. another. And even if you're at one builder, you know, oh, I'm in this community, this, you know, for this period of time, I'm in this yeah. community. So you are a one builder, one neighborhood, you know, new home sales rep, which is actually like kind of rare. Yeah. yeah, that's super incredible. So, so grateful, super grateful. And, you know, at Chesmar, if, if you don't know, Chesmar is a builder that they they're very family oriented, right? Mm-hmm. They pride themselves on their employees. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a thing where they, they wanna make sure that y'all succeed as new home sales yeah. professionals, give y'all an opportunity to make money and not only just make money, but to help people into the home ownership journey because it is right. something that is, is you know, difficult, right? It's yeah. and it's the biggest crazy purchase world. a lot of people will ever make. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Okay, so we're in Wasser Ranch, we're at Chesmar, we got there, right? So. Okay, while this is all going on, obviously, you know, you're getting married, right? You know, obviously having a little one and the market gets crazy. So let's, I want to talk about this, like, so people kind of hear the difference of like, you know, how things were for the last two years versus how it was now, right? So... For last two years, it's been wild, right?
1: Yeah. It's been, it's been (laughs) just, (laughs) there's
0: been nothing to sell or, you know, everything sells, right? And and it it was faster than you all could. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's in that time, right? You know, I noticed that y'all never lost that, like, certificate of excellence, right? Like, y'all still gave people that service. So talk to us about, like, what was it like the last two years, you know?
1: Well, I am grateful that Chesmar tends to hire very like-minded people. Yes. Okay. So we're able to trust our counterparts out in the field, okay. but also trust the folks at the office to have our back okay. and our construction team. So okay. like-minded, different personality types, different gifts and talents. So we make up um, a very well-balanced yep. environment, if you will. Um. So, yeah, it was kind of like what was normal. You know, I've only been doing this for – few years but normal from what I had been told yep and then yeah COVID hit and it was just totally empty I was in Cibolo Texas selling at the time for but it was only empty for about 30 days yeah and then wildly enough People just kept coming in the door. I would have like four and five families at a time at the height of COVID starting because they were bored in their homes and started looking for homes and were actually buying. So it was like this interesting dynamic that nobody expected, I think. And then they were realizing, I actually don't like my home. I'm spending time in it now. And, you know, it it doesn't work for me. Now all my kids are home. So they started buying homes and then it started getting kind of, you know, wild a little bit in the sense that. Yeah, we couldn't start homes quick enough. Yep. And then you go into the, all the material delays. Right. And then at that point, even kind of till this day, we're just guessing.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, on when things <laughs> are going to be done. When is that material
1: going to come in? <laughs> That's
0: crazy. That, blow, that blows my mind. But ultimately, I th- I know that y'all, you guys frame it correctly to where people understand like, yes, hey, it, it's got to be, it's got to be, people have to have expectations set for realistically that, hey, this is a moving target. But I know that y'all have done a really good job on that mm-hmm. and and been, being able to kind of keep up. So, okay. So. With the last two years, like you said, it's been kind of chaos, Home homes have really, construction, just everything has been kind of tough and challenging, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to the people out there that are maybe thinking about starting the process and, and they're seeing the rates go up, right? They're mm-hmm. seeing the prices high, there's so much market uncertainty. You know, what do you want them to know based on what you've seen, on why it's still okay to move forward? You know, what are you, what are you telling people?
1: My division president, Sean Chandler, just the other day, uh, he said this a couple times and it's really stuck with me. He says, these people are getting out for a reason. You are out there in this crazy world, in this right. crazy market for some reason. Okay. So still go with that is my advice. Right. Still seek your home of what's best for you. Okay. And um, if you're with the right builder, Yep. They're going to work with you. They're going to help you get into the right home of what's best for you. They're going to work with you on the financing. They're able to provide a lot of that assistance still. So still look, don't stay in your place of pain, whatever that pain might be. And it could be like a physical, it could be a tangible, it could be emotional, professional. You're in that situation and you're getting out of it for some reason. So still move forward. Don't, kind of what we talked about earlier, don't allow fear to dictate your feelings and your emotions.
0: Yep. That makes sense.
1: And and still just move forward and then get your place out of that, uh, get yourself out of that place of pain. So heck, that could yeah. signify numerous things, right? Not yeah. just the physical, but the emotional, the emotional, mental, professional. That makes sense. So practice that in all areas of your life, including why are you looking for a new home?
0: Absolutely. Which makes a lot of sense. And you know, when I think about like, you know, kind of going more broad real estate, right? When I think about, you know, Chesmer specifically, yes, but just like, homes in general right like you said homes are where people spend most of their time right mm-hmm. even people that work a lot i work a lot yes you know you work a lot we still find ourselves kind of in our home and that's your space right like that's where yeah. you have your create your create exactly your, your me time your creative space you know your layout which is important right for mental health and all the things that you know we deal with on the day-to-day there's a lot of uncertainty and i think that it's important that people have that that comfort in their home,
1: yeah, your safe space. Your safe
0: space, and and homes are are more than that, right? You know, but also too on the on the flip side, as far as like if you're like I'm a very practical person and, and I want it to make sense, mm-hmm. you know, I think back to she mentioned Will Sherman earlier, a good friend of mine, a uh, VP of sales, like she mentioned in San Antonio, you know, Will in New Braunfels. When I met Will, he was selling at West Point, which is right up here. Yeah. Yes, which was right up here um, in New Braunfels, and actually, you know, he was there at the beginning and then he went to vintage and he went back there you know he was there <laughs> twice but when he was there the first time right which is when I met him the first time you know he was selling homes at a price point that you could dream of right a beautiful Chesmar home fully right. updated for 330 dollars yeah. yes literally three <laughs> yes <laughs> the, the 300s for 330 thought that was a lot <laughs> yes people thought that was a lot it is it's and it wh- why I mentioned that and why I bring that up is that it's all relative right yeah because you know it's something where if you're a very practical person and you you're worried about rates and you're like I'm gonna wait till the market goes down and the rates go down you know we for you to hit 330 for the homes that he was building we would the market wouldn't have to go down it would have to like incinerate right like Mm -hmm. molten like people would have to lose like 50 percent value right Mm -hmm. not super likely to happen so i think that's another thing as well another perspective is like when you just think about what it takes to build a home and the materials in the home. This isn't a thing where, especially for Trust Bar, this is a thing where people are being greedy. The builders are like, oh, we got to line our yeah. pockets. You know, y'all tell us about price. I mean, y'all are pretty good, you know? Yeah,
1: and I've heard a lot of stories of folks coming in kind of, I hate saying throwing out those accusations about some builders, and they've kind of accused us of that a couple times, but I think it's because they feel uncomfortable. Right. So when you feel uncomfortable with somebody or something, you start going on the defensive mode. That makes a lot of sense. And- and saying things that aren't necessarily the truth. Absolutely. Um, and so, what was your question? What'd you just oh, ask me? Oh, like
0: yeah, you're good. Like my question basically was that, like, you know, for the pricing, right? Like I was talking about, like when, when pricing, you, knew, like, like, that? That, you know, like with that, y'all, that y'all aren't like going crazy on, like, trying to like line y'all's pockets. Like y'all yeah. have kept it. Affordable for what you're building, right? And that's what I was. That's we what have I was
1: tra- we have definitely worked towards keeping it as affordable as we possibly can. So we were one of the few builders I know there were several yes. out there that were locking folks into the base price of the home, no matter how many percentages of margins we were losing. Right, absolutely. To be able to help families still get into their homes, because like you mentioned earlier, Chesma really cares about right. these families. And we want them to be able to be successful in life. Yes. And sometimes that is getting them into their home to be able to set them up for success.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's good. And that and that's something that, you know, that's what we talked about. So the term she was mentioning, uh, for those who are unfamiliar, it's called escalation clauses. Yeah, so right. in, in Texas, we, um, on traditional real estate, realtors in Texas can't use escalation clauses. We, we can't put those into our contracts. But builders don't follow the trek contracts they're able to use their own kind of homegrown contracts so several of the production builders in our area over the last two years did that the the prices were uncertain they said hey Mm -hmm. we can't bear the cost of these crazy materials so people were buying homes and not really knowing what What they were paying for them like it was crazy we're going
1: to end up at (laughs) though it's crazy so
0: i think that that's really you know admirable about like something that y'all's builder did like Mm -hmm. y'all kind of stuck to you know hey this is what we're going to build the home for. This is what we're going to stick out to it, and and that's yeah, that's super incredible. So, another you know just good thing that I think that really sets you all apart from some of the crowd. Yeah, you know? and I
1: can understand where some of those builders were coming from too, because they were losing so much money. Yeah, absolutely, it's just thankfully Chasmar. Uh, chose to lose the money
0: absolutely (laughs) to to the clients Um,
1: as far as that goes you know that type of situation so once again i'm just grateful for chesmar and working for them
0: no i and they are they are i have nothing but good things to say so we've done a bunch with them so that's crazy okay so we're we're in waster right you know obviously you got the little one on the way so you know what does like what does life look like for y'all i mean going forward right so are you going to continue to tour and sing after you have the baby absolutely absolutely baby's gonna come (laughs) with you
1: i already have a list um, from a couple of my friends who have little babies that travel a ton okay. of what I'm going to need to take the baby with me.
0: Dang, that's really cool. Yeah,
1: life doesn't stop.
0: That's really that's <laughs> a, that's incredible. That's good for y'all. I
1: still want to be able to fulfill my gifts and talents, but also teach my child yep. about those types of things and why are we living this lifestyle. And Absolutely. I want him to not just experience. There's nothing wrong with experience, like local um, festivities yeah. and sites and all that, but just when you get a taste of what else is out there you want more and I want my child to want more
0: that's really cool that's that's incredible and I'm assuming Ty is extremely excited obviously to be proud dad number one that's so okay he
1: thinks he's taking this kid on his rodeo trail next summer without me that's
0: what I was gonna say I was like so is he gonna take him with him
1: well he thinks that but we've had conversations and he's not
0: (laughs) okay you heard it meet up with you heard it not it's (laughs) the baby's saying
1: everybody needs to hold him accountable yeah, absolutely
0: we, we got it we will hold him accountable. <laughs> that's crazy so okay so what are y'all i mean right now right like what does fun look like for y'all so y'all have a date night there's no baby right now like what are you guys doing right where, where are you going
1: uh rodeos
0: <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> just... so
1: right now he is out of state okay and he's gone for a couple months and then oh, he'll wow. be back and forth for another month month and a half ish so um, it's still rodeo
0: season somewhere
1: summer is the the most intense (laughs) rodeo season. So um, just because that's when people are off from school and they have consistent rodeos back to back, heck even in the middle of the week, in some of these states
0: that's crazy so yeah. give us a, like a just a, as many as you can remember like what states does he travel to right now like where is he going
1: so right now last summer and this summer he's working specifically for broken horn rodeo company okay and um owned by jim and sandy they are up out of ohio okay so they the majority of the rodeos are going to be ohio some in kentucky maybe a couple in tennessee um illinois indiana michigan and I think that's kind of the majority. So he
0: really like he's like I said like breadbelt kind of north central like kind of, it makes yeah, sense Midwest, right? Yeah, the Midwest, I guess.
1: But he can work other rodeos in between. He just doesn't have time, but he'll do it. You know, kind of the spring and uh, fall, winter. That makes sense. Um, anywhere else across the nation. That's so, so cool. To answer your question, date nights right now are FaceTime. <laughs> Dang! <it's,
0: laughs>
1: but we have little like dinners planned and all that when we go when I go to meet up with him at rodeos. and we like to try new places. That's and really cool. We rented an Airbnb in Far East Kentucky a couple weeks ago. Never thought I would go there, yeah. but it was absolutely beautiful. It's part of the Appalachian Mountains, so we just walked. We yeah. went to historic tours and museums that you don't get down here in the South.
0: That's incredible. It was cool. That's super, and that and I think that that like it's again you know. Point of our series right it's to highlight like the people behind the desk because that's something that you just wouldn't imagine right i have never been to kentucky you know i i mean but i'm not saying i won't go there but i there's not a lot of cell service it's not
1: great for realtors not
0: not freaking for realtors but (laughs) i think that's incredible and so you know ultimately i think it's i think what you're doing is amazing right you're you guys are investing so much in people right even with what ty does like people get such joy out of you know going there and like you said taking an evening off to. Go have that entertainment out mm-hmm. there at the at the rodeo and, and obviously for y'all being separate for that that long yeah. that is
1: takes a strong marriage. He yeah, like has a strong marriage. <laughs> Thank God my dad's a therapist.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, that's that's incredible. But y'all, dude, y'all, I've seen y'all. Y'all have a great time and and you have to hear her sing if you haven't had an opportunity, you have to Do you have like anything on YouTube or anything where people can Not see? Not a
1: whole lot. Honestly, my Facebook and my Instagram are both on public view. Okay.
0: There you <laughs> so go.
1: I have things posted on that. Anybody can go look me up. It's Amanda Jones-Korea. That's amazing. Um probably on both of them actually. Yeah. So you can look me up at any of those and anytime I sing the national anthem, um, I post the video of it. So it's gonna be on my Feed. Yep,
0: absolutely. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, I just I think that people have to hear. I had the opportunity to hear you at we did half the hour. This is funny. We did a half the hour <laughs> like last at summer? a last fall? Yeah, it was last summer. Last fall it's been a minute. We need to do another one. Yeah. But we did a happy hour for, for new home sales reps uh, here in downtown New Braunfels. There was a what open was the mic. Name of it? Where, where did we, we go? We went to the downtown social. Oh, the the downtown social that and they had cool. open mic night. So Andrew <laughs> sang tequila, right? Yeah. Literally. Or you're one word um but you went up there and okay. it. i don't remember what you sang, saying but you killed it natural
1: you, woman by aretha franklin what,
0: that's what it was and you got some loud loud claps in there so
1: the mic dropped and then i left and then you and literally and then you left
0: super authentic though and i think that that's the main you know, take away for the people that i want uh, to have that are watching this you know whether you're prospective homeowner realtor anything is that you're authentic to the t right Thank you. Uh, we're talking about in real estate you know and, and you've seen it right like a lot of people they try and live large you know they they, they have these personas right image exactly six figure cars right expensive designer clothes and watches and things like that and I, i've noticed that obviously you guys are not like that we're not like mm-hmm. that either but it's for me i'm all about authenticity you know yeah. because i want to know that when I'm working with someone for a prospective new home purchase or anything in general, like mm-hmm. I want to know that I'm working with good intention people because yeah. ultimately at the end of the day, right? I think a lot of people think that, you know, especially in sales, women and men at what's the catch, right? She's out to get me, you know,
1: she being sneaky. Exactly.
0: She's going to make, she's going to make money on me. She's, she's trying blindside to blindside me. Trying to get paid. And yeah. so I, I think that, I think that for you, like you're so authentic and humble uh, you're welcome it's well deserved i think that i think you're so authentic and humble that people need to kind of see that side of it because it's hard right when people come in you know you have the expectations right tell them about the model tell them about the builder the quality of mm-hmm. constructions nobody nobody's asking like hey where'd you grow up and, right. you know what i mean like and, and what do you like to do outside of work so i was hoping to obviously you know be able to Shed some light on that, which we've done.
1: It's, I think that it's okay to like nice things. Yep. And I, I think it's okay to enjoy yourself. And when you work as hard as all of us do, yeah, absolutely. you want to enjoy some of the fruit of that labor. Yeah. Um, but I think that it needs to go deeper than that. Yep. Absolutely. And to be able to really learn who you are and, and be authentic, you have to want more for yourself, for your soul, for your spirit, absolutely. mind, body. And, and so... People can still do those things and purchase those things. um, But to be the person that goes deeper than everybody else. Absolutely. You should want to be that person and seek to be that person and seek to be around those people. I, I have told numerous people this for years now it's just a conclusion I had come to. There are three types of people in this world. Okay. One is the person that has been through things, they right. haven't learned their lesson, they still are destructive for the rest of their lives behaviorally. Right. And then person number two has been through things, they've learned their lesson and they've just chosen not to repeat those things, but they didn't get the healing. Yes. So they still repeat some patterns, maybe in relationships and things, yep. whether it be in the workplace or in, you know, relation, dating, friendship type things. Um, and then the third person has been through things they've learned their lesson, but then they went that extra step and sought healing for themselves. Yes, absolutely. And how many people go do that right. um, for themselves? Because you really can't help others heal until you have sought healing yourself. Uh, yeah. And so I encourage everybody yes. to to seek that like it is gold that's,
0: Yeah. That's, and yeah. seek
1: to be around those types of people. That makes sense. And um, once you get to a place of freedom, like true freedom, mentally, emotionally, all those other things are going to follow like the finances yes. and your joy. And you will be at a place that you never even imagined, or you could have only imagined. Absolutely, And um, you'll be able to live in freedom in all areas of your life. That's
0: incredible. I agree. I a thousand million percent agree. And I think that, you know, just the way that Rebate House has structured its model of, of course, giving back to the consumer, same yeah. type of thing that you're, you know, you're talking about, like it's, it's authenticity. Right. And, and I think that a lot of you know people just in our industry in general and i'm talking lending i'm talking insurance right it's so go 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 that people stop they forget to think about like well what am i doing this for right yeah. and and what is the yeah. what you is know, your why exactly what is your why i think that's extremely important because at the end of the day um it's very challenging right you know people look at new home sales professionals they look at real estate agents loan officers and insurance agents and i think that they forget how mentally taxing it is, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, and it <laughs> yes. is like like people think about it, like, oh, you know, I work a million hours, and, and y'all make a lot of money and things like that, right? And I'm not saying, of course, like this industry is well compensated, but mm-hmm. um, crazy random fact, they actually talk about that lending um, is in is, is, of jobs that have high suicide rates, lending's in the top ten. How intriguing! Yes. So I had never heard that before. Yes, so and and so you know, wow. I I obviously implore people, like she was mentioning, you know, definitely make sure that you have a good handle on your why, why you're in that. And, and don't get all consumed by the grind, right? Because ultimately it's more than that, right? Yeah. There's a purpose why y'all are going to work, you know, and why you're doing what you're doing mm. and why you, you get out of bed every day. So.
1: Well, I like your why. Yes. I, I, le- I had asked you, I guess it was last year <laughs> yes. sometime. Yes. We had lunch. Yes. Lauren was there. My division president, Sean was there. And I wanted to know what is your why? Because I, I, always admired you and Meredith and Lauren and really everybody in your team because you can feel um everybody's really everybody's heart is in the right place I really do believe that
0: absolutely and
1: so it had intrigued me I I wanted to know how you had even gotten started so I want you to know that I see that in y'all and in Rebate House and in the team and um I see and feel your y'all's presence in the community thank you and in the home buying world as well and uh I, I have a lot of respect for that I think it's super cool I
0: appreciate that and you know I think it's I think it's funny because a lot of people don't know me that that well right like obviously i'm wearing my star wars Dead lorian yeah. t-shirt and and this is like like legitimately me i was actually I, I just told her a funny story so you know i i don't really like you wouldn't get you wouldn't guess what i do at a <laughs> glance right you wouldn't guess what i do at a glance i was telling her that last a couple months back i actually went to um denny's right and my, my wife this is like still during covid right so think they, they had all the the curbside delivery and all of that and, and i was picking up food for my wife she likes breakfast and so <laughs> meredith wanted denny so i go there and when I get, uh, when I get there, I call the number that's like, "Hey, call this number if you're here to pick up your food," and all, and they didn't come, right? They they answered, but they didn't come outside. So I finally get out of my car, start walking towards the door, and like the store manager, whoever like walks down, is just like, "You DoorDash people are so lazy," because he never picked me out. He's just like this dude, this loser with his gym shorts and like dirty T-shirt, or you know, <laughs> it's just whoever. Yeah. Well, and and I think it's funny, right? Because you know, for me, like like you said about the RY, right? Like real estate to me, and and I can relate a lot to like what your family's doing with healing right we have i've always wanted to create opportunity for people that don't have opportunity right so you know rebate house is why I really exists in rebate house is why I really exists in it, having somebody in your life right like being able to be the people in, in your life that you may not have that mm-hmm can finally turn the no into a yes, right? Like through the money we're saving you or the money that we're providing to you, like being able to make that happen, right? And so I think that's important. Um, and I know that you guys have the same exact kind of way that y'all are living for yourself, your family tie, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, for for me, it's more than a home purchase, right? Yeah. For me, I want people to have an experience where they can look back at it and be like, this was a pivotal point in my life Yeah. where like, i like change for the better right and, and i think you know when you're talking about will and, and, and it's great to look at the practical side right like it's great to think about all the people that bought homes cheap and they have all the equity right but like i look at like i look at like the emotional side of it as well i think about all the people that they scraped together and they like barely closed right mm-hmm. like these were people because i've been in real estate a, a little bit 12 years and so i was dealing with people that were coming out of 2008 you know, right when they're foreclosures, you can't get a loan if you have a foreclosure in the last couple of years. Right. You know, right when those were falling off credit reports that were getting repaired, things like that. Mm-hmm. And to just get those people into a position now where they're circling back around to us and they're like, Chris, this home we bought four or five years ago, you know, changed everything for us. Right. So cool. it's, it's it's literally incredible. So that's, you know, obviously a quick tidbit about our, our why. And I thank you for even bringing that up because yeah. it's something that we. You know just we don't talk about it enough you know and, and it's
1: kind of like when you when you can talk about your why then you've experienced um or are wanting to experience healing yeah so the fact that you are able to do that
0: absolutely with a
1: clear message yes. um, shows that you walked a journey it's yes. kind of like a testimony for absolutely. you and you're uh, feeding that into other folks yes and it's not just changing Um, Yes, it could change something very surface level for them, but it could also change families' generations, like numerous generations, and really reset them and their children and grandchildren's lives in a completely different direction, which is so cool.
0: It's it's generational. Like you said, it's truly truly uh, generational wealth. And I also think it's a testament to you have to do what you love. And that's why I think that Mm -hmm. I respect the heck of what you're doing, that you're using your days off, your PTO to travel and, and do what your passion is. A um, little other known fact, like, about me is I, I took kind of a two-year, I don't want to say hiatus. I was still involved in mm-hmm. real estate, but I took a side job. I was doing um, software development project management for a company here in town just because it was something – that's what I went to college for, right? Like, I started going to college. I well use it a little yeah. bit. I, I was like, I should try it, right? And it was, it, was, it was in that COVID time, right, where I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Good friends of mine um, own the company. So I was like, okay, I'll do this. And, you know, what I will say about it was that I – I realized how much I love what I do now mm-hmm. by doing that, right? Like I felt like personally my life was going kind of awry mm-hmm. because I was trying to force something that wasn't mm-hmm. what I should be doing, what God's called me to do. And obviously since I've shifted back even recently, I just started like being a real, you know, full-time production agent again of March of this year. So it's only been about three, four months. Um, it's a complete 180 because I'm doing kind of what we're called to do, which is like to be that, you know, that person for these people to get in the home. Yeah. You know? When
1: you're, when you're not, when you don't feel at peace, that yes. probably means you're, you're not in the right place. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So you,
1: it's good that you were able to recognize that and yep. redirect yourself or, or, and, or get yourself back on track.
0: And cor- of course. Correct. Well, and I think that like, you know, with the, the, the thing that you're, you're talking about and how your family's business is focused on healing, I think that's important for people to know and, and take it from me, hear it from me as someone who doesn't have it all figured out. It's don't fight what you're meant to do. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and don't be afraid, don't be held prisoner by mm-hmm. the chains, if you will, of like what you feel like, oh, this is what mm-hmm. I practically should be doing because it makes sense for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, like you said, that why and that, like, fulfillment where you get out of bed every day and you're excited to do your thing. Yeah. I just don't think that you'll go You'll never far. feel fulfilled. Yeah, literally. You'll never feel fulfilled. And they, they talk about it, like, in the Bible, you know, just it mentions that, you know, obviously, you know, cup runneth over, right? I believe that. Yeah. I believe that if you're a person that wants to pour in other people, right, like you have to be okay, right? Like you said, you have to experience healing, you have to be overflowing, right? You know, you can't pour into the people that are looking up to you that you're trying to lead or or not even lead, but just the people that respect you, that work with you. Mm If you're drained you know what i mean if you're spiritually and, and physically yeah, that's and another reason it's so
1: important to, for us to take our time yes and and renew ourselves
0: absolutely <laughs> so that
1: we can continue to pour back in <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and, and it's a real thing especially in our yeah. in our industry dog eat dog world out there and, and it's crazy so that's amazing you're amazing Thank um you. you know i want to i want to ask before we wrap like just. Super random, but I want to throw it in there. Like, okay, so obviously having the baby, right? It, everyone knows that it's it's good on the eating when we're having the baby. What are we eating? What is what is the, the pregnancy one snack of constant. choice? Yes. I've only
1: had one constant this whole time, and it's been eggs.
0: Eggs? <laughs> yes. I was expecting, like, snow cones or, like.
1: Anything cold now because it's over 100 degrees yes, every hotter. day right now. Absolutely. But anything cold or iced. <laughs> got yes. it.
0: Okay. I was about to, well, Tell but me about I, the eggs. I got to understand. No,
1: I just – I love breakfast in general. Got it. But I used to really like pancakes and waffles, and I'm just like, I don't know. It's not doing anything for me. Of course, I tried not to eat a lot of tortillas prior to pregnancy, and now I'm just like – Anything goes apparently because yeah. it's easier to eat and not spill. Yes. And so I'm doing a lot of tacos, unfortunately. <laughs> but so the
0: eggs come in the tacos.
1: Yeah, it's hard living in Texas. It is. It, it is
0: extreme. It is In extreme. the best way. It it is.
1: We have so much good food. We do
0: have good food here. So in egg culture. Eggs are the our eggs are the, the thing of choice. Okay, <laughs> and then tell me too. So okay, we eggs are the the pregnancy food of choice here. What about like for you and Ty? Like if you guys have an opportunity to go out to your favorite place anywhere around here. Where are you going? Oh, the regular spot. that's a
1: hard one. Um, we don't have a total regular, I guess when I, I'm not pregnant, we love sushi in general. We try not to do a ton of commercialized restaurants in general, especially when we travel. That's good. Um, I, we like to support a lot of local businesses, that's so really we, cool. we do tend to seek out more of the privately owned, yes. or maybe they only have a you know three restaurant locations or something. Um, But in Hawaii, apparently, they have a lot of Japanese flair or influence, so... I will say this. He was cooking so much white rice for the last few years. And pork, I, I had to ask him to please stop. I have to stop eating white rice every day. I can't do pork all the time. Lord so yeah. he had to start getting a little creative. But, like, that, apparently that's what he was eating constantly back home. That's
0: crazy. Okay, so but you guys don't have, like, a local spot that's, like, your go-to? like
1: We do. If, if we're talking about New Braunfels, okay. we really like Muck and Fuss. Yes,
0: Muck and Fuss is really good. Um,
1: I like their... I guess it's kind of a breaded chicken taco yep. thing and um they have some loaded tots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> loaded tots. I like, cool.
1: I like McAdoo's, though too. Macados is good. Oh my goodness. Those are
0: the New Braunfels staples. Okay. Yes. I, I'm just curious because you know for me I'm born I like chilies, right? I'm chilies everything. Like <laughs> I can't stand I, Yeah, I love chilies is my spot. I <laughs> ran other random tidbit. I actually when they remodeled the chilies in New Braunfels, mm-hmm. the one that's right there on the corner, I they had like that 90s chilies where they had like the the tile tables and they had all the pictures on the walls yeah, and all classic. that. I bought like all of that stuff. I own I own all of that stuff. So I've got I believe this. Yes, I I, I actually bought like everything. I bought their chalkboards that they oh, had drawn my on. Word, you so, yes, me I out. have it all. So that's why I was just curious like hey, this is like y'all's thing. Okay, so I got that another good one that just for people to know the real, you know, Mrs. Jones hyphen Korea, yeah. you know, what um Okay, so if y'all have nothing to do, this is pre-baby, right? Y'all are at home. He's not on tour. What are you doing? What are y'all doing for the day? Hiking.
1: Constant hiking. Got it um i before him when i really had the time to just go i was constantly arrowhead hunting i love looking for artifacts
0: that's crazy so you're not like going out there with a metal detector are you no
1: um it depends so it depends on where you are in the nation okay um or the terrain so if you're down by the mexico border for instance it's more of a sandy terrain so you're gonna do more surface hunting and
0: and they're stone right i'm assuming the arrowheads are they metal
1: Okay, well, it's interesting that you bring that up. Yes. <laughs> because a few years back, I was in, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, there's a lot of, but kind of out by the Nueces River, so North E Valley, about an hour. Okay. And I found something that looked like a metal arrowhead. Right. And I thought, well, that's weird. I've never seen that before. So right. I started researching Native American history even more because that really intrigues me. And I think it was around the 1700s-ish yep. is when they started making, um tools out of uh, metal because that's what they could trade
0: right with
1: the colonization of you know from other countries coming over they couldn't trade stones right so they had to start making things out of metal that's
0: incredible so they actually did have metal arrowheads that's incredible from roughly
1: around the 1700s i found a couple pieces out by seguin yep um kind of along the guadalupe river basically and a good friend of mine ryan took a couple pieces to somebody that is really an expert and he said the youngest stone that we had found was five to seven thousand years old that's and insane. one of them was twelve to fourteen thousand years old like that puts things into a completely different perspective
0: absolutely
1: it makes you really think
0: that uh, we're living in such a small little yes. sliver of that timeline yes. when that's that's incredible so I like
1: doing those types of things that's, and and then you get to learn more absolutely. about history and who we are and how we came to be
0: absolutely so and that that's my that's the main point that I wanted to drive home <laughs> is that you are so much more <laughs> than new home sales you absolutely are not what people would expect in new home sales but but you know what honestly you're one of the best that they're they're one of the best that there is and i think that you know ultimately you know people are wanting an experience right and somebody that's going to take care of their clients if they're an agent or Mm -hmm. take care of their family if they're you know somebody looking for it um that they should give you know you an opportunity so
1: thanks um and i think because i'm not i don't like to be surface level yes i'm not going to be surface level with the folks that are coming in and buying homes from us because i want like you just said to give them an experience i think all of chesmar is really like that absolutely and i want to take care of everybody
0: absolutely well, this has been super awesome. Thank thank you. thank you for coming on. And so, you know, for the practical info, guys, um, we're going to include Amanda's info here on the video. So please feel free to reach out to her again. She's in the Wasser Ranch neighborhood in New Braunfels, but give her an opportunity for the other opportunities that may be out there in the other neighborhood. She can either share with you what those are or put yeah. you in contact, of course, with, you yeah. know, the, the right representative that can work there. Um, but again, you know, here at Rebate House, Chesmar is one of our your top preferred builders and we we highly recommend working with you so thank you so much for taking the time to do this
1: yeah, I, would, I loved it and i would love to do it again bring me back we're going to <laughs> so
0: we're talking about we actually talked about this like to, to wrap to close this out we actually talked about this what we want to do is we want to see kind of like how things change right so we're going to look at like kind of doing like a you know kind of like a veterans you know recycle on just like hey how did cool. things go right you know how's the progress on the ranch and how Ooh. things have gone so Thank you so much, guys, again, for being here. And thank you, Amanda. And this is uh, episode two of The Marty Party. As always, please like and follow our channel below for more episodes and more updates and more good info on San Antonio real estate. Y'all have a good day.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) Thank you.